everyone, and welcome to Nerdentity Crisis Episode 3, your weekly supplemental video game podcast. I am joined today by Mr. Jeremy Johnson. Jeremy, how are you? I'm doing very good, Ryan. Glad to be here. I'm also joined today by Leif Easy Breezy Beautiful Dizer. Leif, how are you? <laughs> I'm I'm doing good. And yeah, I guess I'm easy, breezy, and beautiful. So I, I appreciate never, that. I never understood the breezy part. Like, it's a makeup, right? So easy, I get it. Easy to apply. Beautiful. Makeup's supposed to make you beautiful. What's breezy? Jay Quick, breezy. Maybe. Like, you know, like a breeze? You know, maybe it's supposed to be fast. And mm, I don't like it. No, it's it's for Jay Breezy, the coolest makeup designer there is. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. go with that, then. Jay Breezy from uh, 1928. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Me either. I'm making it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of assumed so. This episode is sponsored by Jay Breezy. <laughs> Something totally made up. Because <laughs> all of our other ads are real companies, so this one's made up, though. We just want to put that out there. Yeah. yeah. yeah all, all the products and services on this podcast are delightful and real. Right? <laughs> are you sure about that? 179%. Wow. Yep. That's a good one. Can't get pretty much confident. More. Yeah, can't yeah. get much more sure than that. <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, all right, everyone. This is Extra Life, your weekly video game supplemental podcast to Nerdentity Crisis. You can find us on pretty much any podcast platform of your choice. Google, Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and much, much more. Make sure to leave us a nice review. Tickle that subscribe button. We would very much appreciate it. Also, follow us on Twitter at NerdentityPod. And email us in your questions, nerdentitycrisis at gmail.com. All right, Leif. Wanted, uh, I'm going to give the floor to you for a little bit so you can kind of talk about our giveaway that we're doing. We just finished our first round from the regular show. So if people haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. But why don't you give a little plug? That's an odd saying, giving the what? floor. Like, are people just <laughs> handing out floors nowadays? You're fine with Breezy, but this is where you draw the line? Nobody's given me a floor before for free. They're not like, oh, here, I'm giving you the floor. <laughs> Nobody. Never had it happen. How about you Not guys? Not once. No, I guess never, I guess. Yeah. Well, back to the ad stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> on our main show, we did start our program called Alphabet Soup, and it's kind of like a Wheel of Fortune game, or Hangman, however you want to look at it. And the other guys on the show, I have a gaming-themed saying that it, they have to kind of guess the letters and I'll fill in the letters and as they do it they'll they'll guess one letter every week and as they do it I we will post it onto our Twitter page and you can kind of keep it along to uh, audio wise if you want but it's a little easier to see on our Twitter page and then if you can guess the saying be the first one to do it you can win $50 you can also win another $50 if you come up with the best insult for our listener, Corn on the Cob, and I will read them just the podcast after the end of this month in October here. So you have until the 31st, essentially, to come up with a good insult. And if you get voted in as best insult by the other guys, you will win $50 as well. And that will go to like a Steam card or an Xbox card. 
or a PlayStation card kind of thing. So something like that. And then you can also, if you follow us on Twitter, there will be a ton more giveaways in the next coming months that you don't want to miss out on. And if you have it, uh, have us liked on Twitter, following us on Twitter, then you uh, will definitely have a chance to catch some things that are only going to be on our Twitter account. So, yeah, and those prizes will vary wildly, but uh, there will be a ton of them, I'm sure. There you go. Make sure, uh, yeah, make sure enter in all of them, dude. What if you win every one of them? There you go. I was planning on winning all of them, so. Oh, okay. Even though you know the answer to the alphabet soup, so that's not really fair. That would make sense that I would win then. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I think they call that cheating, but that's fine. No, whatever. Whatever works. Whatever. Who's they? Who's they, yeah. Ryan? Are we talking um, about the lizard people? That's probably it. Illuminati. Running everything. <laughs> All right, guys, let's jump into what are we playing now? Jeremy, let's start with you. What do you got? Currently, I am grinding Modern Warfare, trying to play through multiplayer and try to grind out some guns and get some classes set up for the new Call of Duty coming out. I went and pre-ordered that today because the beta starts on Thursday. I'm going to get in on it and see how the beta is for the new Cold War coming out and see what it all has to offer. So I'll be playing it this weekend. I checked out the new game with gold this month, Slayaway Camp Butcher's Cut. That was kind of neat to mess around with if you like, you know, murdering and trying to figure out how to... <laughs> You're speaking my language. Yeah. Get away with it. it. It's a... Uh, I mean, you slide around and they just massacre people. I mean, you can try to, or you can go a family-friendly route, or you can just turn all the gore on. And I mean, who doesn't love all the gore and stuff? And yeah, absolutely. When you go and you shove people in shredders and you hack people, you smack with baseball bats and just flat out murder people. Is there is there an extra gore option? I like to supersize my gore. Uh there there might be. I haven't uh, gone that far. <laughs> I, you know, just a regular amount of gore was fine for me, but if you want to go an extra gore route, there may be something on there for you. <laughs> By the way, every, everything you just described, Jeremy, is just basically my typical Friday night. That's just usually... <laughs> Ryan usually has people? mastered it. Yep. Yeah, he's mastered it. He's never been caught. Um, I don't think you really want to mention that right now. Yeah, oh, that's true. Shit, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that might be a giveaway there. Oof. Oof. What else have you been playing? Other than that, I haven't been playing too much, just working on that pokemon rip off one for a little bit i mean it's still fun playing there you go i bought it so i'm gonna play through <laughs> like it and... like i wouldn't even say the name we just call it the pokemon rip off <laughs> i know yeah, exactly Nexamon, what he was talking you, about if, yeah. you're, uh, <laughs> if you're curious it's called nexamon and it's yeah pretty much a rip off of pokemon in every way there possible. You go. uh that's awesome all right dizer what do you got Oh, you know, I'm still playing No Man's Sky. I'm about three hours in. If you After listen your to our, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to our main uh, podcast, then you know that after about 24, 25 hours or so, I died on my permadeath account. So <laughs> I restarted on a regular account. Yeah, it's going good though. I'm actually, I'm progressing through. Of course, a lot faster than I was on my permadeath account. For one, I am not worried about dying at all, but uh, I know what I'm doing and yeah, just kind of plowing through it right now. So, But I really want to play some Biohazard, but just the way my schedule's been working with the wife, I haven't been able to get on the computer too much. So you got on PC, not Xbox? I did. I, I 
Yeah, I haven't gone and re-downloaded it on Xbox because I got kind of distracted with No Man's Sky. So right there but, you go. Uh, yeah, I originally right away that night when I was it was suggested to me by by Adam, then I downloaded it right away on the computer. But cool. yeah, like I said, haven't been able to play it. Awesome. I haven't been playing much because work has been a shit show. But I did re-download Control and I jumped back into that a little bit. Because I desperately want to play the Alan Wake DLC. That's really the only reason. <laughs> but I couldn't remember what the fuck had happened, so I had to start all over again, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And the story is so convoluted, I still don't know what the fuck is happening. But it's a lot of fun. I mean, the gameplay is awesome. I, I really enjoy the powers you get and that kind of stuff. But I just never know what's going on. Is that ever. one on Game Pass? I don't think so. Okay. I'm not sure. I bought it a long time ago, so I guess I never oh, even sure. looked. Yeah, I don't think it is. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun if you don't care of being confused the entire time. You get you have like a gun that's alive and some... I like the it. Direct, the director of the center or the Federal Bureau of Control shot himself with that gun and then you pick up the gun and then you become the director and... All the portraits that were his face all of a sudden changed to your face, and I don't fucking know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so, but <laughs> I'm playing my way through it to get to that Alan Wake DLC, which it sounds interesting, though. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. There's like a Russian janitor who I think is a bigger part of the game because he seems to know what's going on. Like even when you think thoughts in your head, he just responds to you out loud. So oh. yeah, I don't. I don't know. I have no fucking idea. So <laughs> here we go. But yeah, I'll I'll work my way through it so I can play that Alan Wake DLC and then just patiently wait for them to announce Alan Wake 2 because it's going to happen. It has to happen. (laughs) What were you saying? Did you say something? (laughs) No, I think that was you. I don't know about you, but I'd be okay with that. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was the second Alan Wake. Fuck yeah. I haven't finished the first one yet, but uh, I'll get there. Yeah, you'll get there. Get there eventually. Yeah, I just downloaded it recently and... I'm like on the third chapter or something like that, but I haven't played in a little while. All right, guys. I figured this week we would do something kind of cool with the Bethesda and Microsoft merger, which we've talked about quite extensively. They obviously added a shitload of first-party studios, uh, Microsoft did, to their library. So I figured we would kind of go through and pick our top 10. All three of us submitted our own personal top 10. And I basically assigned those a point value. So our number one was worth 10 points all the way down to number 10, which is only worth one point. Then I basically just smashed the list together. And we have some uh, two ties. They were tied points wise, but with the way we voted, it was kind of easy to pick out, which was kind of nice. So I know that there's 21 studios. We're not going to go through all 21 because that would be insane. So we're just going to do our top 10. How did you guys kind of write your list? Did you just go importance to Microsoft or what was kind of your criteria? Yeah, I did mostly, mine was mostly like name recognition, you know, with the bigger name games in those studios, I thought would be a bigger deal to Microsoft. How about you, Jamie? That was mine. I pretty much based mine on popularity and drawing people to xbox and just getting people to play stuff and how big it was and how important i would think it is to microsoft as a whole i mean because some of these ones they've gained are like pretty massive and right i mean are 
yeah, just Juggernauts to have on their side now. So Okay, yeah, I kind of was the same as you guys for the most part. I have one of the ones on here, which we'll get into, obviously. You guys didn't even put on your list, and I had it ranked really high. So I think we had <laughs> a little bit of a different opinion, but we'll get into that. All right, so we're just going to start off with number 10 with five total points. We have Machine Games. So Machine Games is known basically almost exclusively for the Wolfenstein franchise. They did Wolfenstein New Order, Wolfenstein... Oh, God, I don't remember what they're all called. Wolfenstein New Colossus was Wolfenstein 2, Wolfenstein Youngbloods, which was awful. But yeah, they've done pretty much all the Wolfenstein games. So Leif had this ranked as his number eight game. I had it as my number nine game. Jeremy did not have it on his list at all. Nope. So Jeremy, since you were <laughs> low man on the totem pole, well, why don't you go first? No love for machine games, Jeremy? I mean, they have I mean, the Wolfenstein. I mean, it's a decent series, but it's I mean, by far not any of my favorite games. I mean, they're fun to play through. I just compared to all the other studios that we have to pick from uh it just it didn't make the cut if it was maybe like top 15 i mean maybe it would have made it in there but it just out uh, to me it's not as huge of a as huge of a company for them i don't know okay that's fair at least you can justify it defend yourself so yeah i had as my number nine studio so wolfenstein is my favorite first person shooter series ever i'm kind of the polar opposite of jeremy i love i mean they're just a blast to play they're super difficult in fact in wolfenstein 2 for whoever's played it there's a courtroom scene and i had to turn the difficulty down to easy just to get through it (laughs) yeah (laughs) so it's blindingly hard um but i like that and i don't know man i like the storyline I love the alternate timeline of what if the Nazis won World War II and kind of took over America and all that stuff. And how they do so many cool things. You go up into space at one point, like they do so many cool things with this game. Uh, I really enjoy it, other than Young Bloods, which Leif and I'll probably talk a little bit about. But yeah, Leif, you had them ranked highest on your list at number eight uh, between the three of us. So, what what do you think of Machine Games? Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty much identical to you, Ryan, on that. It's I enjoy them. I wouldn't say they're like my absolute favorite first person, but I thought you know everybody kind of knows the Wolfenstein name as well. So you know, with it being, I don't know what kind of player base it has for sure, but you know, it's a pretty big name actually. So being an old game from way back when originally right. so but yeah the game itself is a lot of fun but like i said young bloods <laughs> you know it was fun but it wasn't i don't know it wasn't challenging it the storyline no. was okay but yeah and from what i've heard like the hardest part the final boss is almost impossible to beat and i was like i have no desire to even get there <laughs> like i don't know yeah we played for what probably six or eight hours total together yeah. and yeah, we just kind of got to the end, and we were both kind of like, "Do you really want to play that ever again?" Yeah. <laughs> really, it's kind of. It was fun for a bit, but it was too easy. You you replay so many sections of the map that I don't know, just got boring after a while. Yeah, I think there's what like three maps, and you just kind of there's a hub world. Yeah, and I think there's three main maps. You just kind of go through them over and over and over again. Yeah, there might be a different section you can get into yeah. that was locked before, but you're rerunning through the same area you've already beat multiple times. So it just right. got old. It just got yeah. Old. But the other ones, the single player ones, 
I love them. They're great games, and I think that's a big enough name to make this list. So definitely, yeah. Let's hope uh, Machine Games. Let's see, Young Bloods was their last release, which came out in 2018. So I'm sure they're hard. I hope they're hard at work on Wolfenstein Three. So hopefully we'll get an announcement here soon, so we can jump back in as BJ Blazkowicz and kill some Nazis. At number nine, with a total of seven points is Zenimax Online, known mostly for the Elder Scrolls Online. Now, I did not have this on my list at all. Jeremy had it ranked as his number 10 game, and Leif had it ranked as his number 5 game. So as I did not have it on my list, I'll go first. I probably honestly should have put this on my list, really, but I feel like, and maybe I'm totally wrong here, but I think MMORPGs are kind of going away a little bit. And with the options that are already out there. I just don't know how much, obviously there's a ton of people that play Elder Scrolls online, but I just don't know how much they need to keep putting money into this space, I guess. So for me, it just wasn't really a top 10. It's nice that they have this studio so that they can be in that space, but I don't know. For me, I I just didn't like it. Jeremy, you had it ranked as your number 10. Talk to me about ZeniMax Online. Yeah, I didn't make it very high on the list. Like, I like playing. I put a lot of time in the game, but in their Elder Scrolls Online, I just, to me, it felt like there was a lot. It was still lacking. I mean, it was fun playing through, and there was a lot to do. But, I mean, I I felt like it fell short in a lot of areas. Like I said, I'm glad that they had the studio, and uh, maybe there'll be some other big projects coming out of it. But I just, yeah, I, I think it's a good studio to have. But I mean, there's still a lot of work, and I don't know, it, yeah, just didn't didn't rank very high on my list, but it yeah. made the top ten. Uh, Leif, you had this one in your top five. Tell me about Zenimax. Yeah, so you know, after listening to you guys, I don't know if it should have made top five on my list, <laughs> but Elder Scrolls more. Like I said, I was going more with the name recognition. They only they do only have like thirty twenty to thirty thousand people playing right now, player base online at at all times. So hey, that's better than Avengers. Oh yeah, and for how old this game is now, <laughs> right. you know. But uh, I could see them coming out with more. I'm not sure what the peak player base was on this, but honestly, I I'm sure right away it had a pretty big player base because of the name. I think people would probably be a little bit wary of playing this if they came out with a new one because this one wasn't great like jeremy said it was okay at best and it missed a lot of points that it could have hit hard i think if they came out with another one and they they did it a decent job at it i bet you they could have a pretty good player base but ryan you're right the the mmo is kind of it's fallen by the wayside a little bit and i probably should have put this more like number seven or eight on my list now that i think about it but i went with five mostly because of name recognition Mm -hmm. yeah if you anybody like anytime there's an announcement for elder scrolls everybody loses their fucking minds so it's such a huge ip so i totally get what you're saying there all right, number eight, and this one makes me disappointed that I'm friends with you guys. We have, <laughs> <laughs> this was a two-way tie uh, with nine total points. Uh, we have the initiative. So Jeremy did not have this on his list at all. Leif did not have this on his list at all. <laughs> and this was my number two studio. <laughs> so I'm going to go first and then I'll kick it over to you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so 
because I feel like I gotta justify myself. Like this, this was a personal attack, in my opinion. So, <laughs> so I've been saying for a while now. Like when you look at first-party studios between Microsoft and Sony, Microsoft now has the quantity, but I think Sony still has the quality. And I've said for a long time, Microsoft needs to find their Uncharted. Microsoft needs to find their Last of Us. They need to find their God of War. They need to find their Spider-Man. They need to find their Horizon. And all the other studios we're going to talk about today are already so well known. They have their IP. They know what they're doing. They're going to stick to those. And the initiative, in my opinion, is like their shot to get one of those games. Because they brought in some huge names from around the industry to run this studio. They're calling it a quadruple A, which I think is fucking stupid. A quadruple A <laughs> studio. That's fucking dumb. But I don't know, man. This is like our chance for something new. And I will be shocked if it is not a third person action adventure game, much like all the other games I just listed. <laughs> yeah. Because they, they don't have one. Microsoft doesn't have one. And. I think this is high on the list because this is our chance for something new and something huge and something that I really want to play, but I don't even know I want to play it yet. Sure, sure. So, so Leif, let's start with you. How come you did not have it on your list? I agree with everything you just said. There is a possibility that this could be a huge thing, but without having anything to show for it yet, I couldn't validate putting it on the list. You That's know, right. if if they if it wasn't brand new, if they had something under their belt so far, then maybe. But uh, but like you said, the opportunity is there, and I could yeah. see it changing. But without having that, then I couldn't I couldn't do it. Gotcha, Jeremy. How about you? I mean, I'm along the same lines as Leif. If we had done this, you know, down the line after whatever game they're working on comes out could justify put on a list but when you have a studio like this working on a brand new ip i i just couldn't rank in the top 10 i mean there's no name recognition there's nothing they have under their belt that make me i mean yeah they come from all different games and whatnot but nothing as a studio to kind of go off of what they've done uh they have nothing out there right now for me to judge it against and to you know say oh yeah it's gonna be awesome i mean they've done this and this and this and i'd be looking forward to it it's just i mean yeah at some point on the line i it may move up there but i just right now i can't like i said i can't justify put in my top 10 definitely and i mean i should probably be prepared to be let down because that's how my life works i probably, <laughs> probably come out with like a 2d side scroller or something you know <laughs> so but i'm hoping for the best i'm hopeful because I, like I said, I love all the studio acquisitions that I got, but in terms of quality, I think Stony's still in the lead, and I hope that the initiative can kind of bring them closer to par. So, also tied with nine points at number seven, we have the Coalition. So I gave this one the nod over the initiative because two of us voted for it instead of just me by myself. <laughs> number eight. <laughs> so the Coalition, uh, known obviously for Gears of War. And Jeremy, you did not have this on your list at all. This was my number seven game and Leif's n- or number seven studio and Leif's number six studio. So Jeremy, talk to me. No love for the coalition. How come? Well, I'd probably rank this one as like my 11 or 12. It's just, I mean, I'm a fan of the Gears franchise. I have it on my number eight for the studios I personally like and for the games they've done. I just, 
I'm getting kind of, I would say, bored with the Gears franchise. I kind of hope they, you know, are looking at doing like a new franchise at some point or a new game, new IP coming out or something. I just, I'm starting to lose interest in the Gears altogether. Just, I mean, it hasn't piqued my interest like the first three of them. I just, I don't know. It's just <laughs> like, I like it, but I just, it, yeah, it couldn't make my, my top 10. Yeah, I agree with you in that it's definitely waning. Like, it's definitely yeah. not what it used to be. Because what's the newest one? Gears 5? Was that Gears 5? The newest I believe one? so, yeah. I never even played it. <laughs> so Yeah, I didn't other, either. Well, th- we, I think we played Horde mode, didn't we? But I never touched the story campaign. Yeah, I so, think we played. I think that's the one that we played Horde mode on. Yeah, like, so like we one or two rounds. Yeah, we fucked yeah. around in horror mode a little bit, but I couldn't even tell you what the most recent campaigns are about because I just I, I agree with Jeremy that this is getting stale. But like we said, it's a big name, so I think that's why I put it on my list. And I hope they try something new. I mean, they have Gears Tactics coming out, uh, which will be on Game Pass next month, I believe. It launches in October, I think, or sorry, at the end of October. Maybe Gears Tactics will be cool. We might check that out. But yeah, Leif, what do you think? Yeah, I'm pretty much on board with what you guys are saying 100%. You know, it's waning for sure. It still has the name recognition, though, so I kept it on the list. Yeah, that Gears Tactics looks pretty good. I think the change of style will, will hopefully, you know, help it out a little bit. It It is getting old. The campaigns are over they're overdone at this point they need to change the scenery altogether, and it feels like the same game that you played when you bought the original one and they need to change it up so but i chose it because of the name that's a hundred percent my choice on this one so i hope they can come back and but i just feel like the bro shooter is kind of over you know <laughs> so <laughs> number six we have arcane studios who's most prominently known for probably the Dishonored franchise. They also did the Prey reboot, and they have the upcoming Deathloop, which is a timed PlayStation exclusive, but it's my most anticipated game of next year so far. Then they did like a little like side work on like Bioshock 2. They worked a little bit on a Wolfenstein VR game, but mostly Dishonored and Prey. Leif had this as his number eight studio. Jeremy had it at number five. This is actually my number three studio. So, Leif, you had it ranked the lowest. Talk to me a little bit about Arcane. Yeah, I think they make good games. They have fairly decent name recognition on the games, but I just, you know, the other ones, and, and the games are better than some of the ones that I ranked higher, but it's just not as big a name as some of these other studios and games that are in those studios. So I kept it a little lower. They definitely could get bumped up coming up with some new games you know like prey is a great game dishonored's a good game but they just they need some more stuff and they need to get their name out there more so i just kept it kind of lower on my list because some of these other ones are some really big names definitely jeremy you had it ranked at five what do you think about arcane i know know they're not as quite well known as some of the other ones but i still think they're a pretty big deal and a pretty 
well-known studio. Uh, I mean, a lot of people who probably play games and who have anything to do with gaming-wise would probably know about them. I'm a pretty big fan of Dishonored. I love that series. Um, yeah, I've seen they did work on Bioshock 2. I love the Bioshock series. It's uh, one of my favorite ones playing through. And I hadn't got a chance to play the Prey yet, even though it's on one of my list of games to get. To me, I just I like the games they've done and like I said, I think the studio is pretty well known for itself, and I think it's secured its spot as uh, my number five, rightly so. Oh, yeah, I had it ranked at number three. A lot of that has to do with Deathloop, which I know isn't coming to Xbox for a while, but this is kind of what I was talking about earlier, where it's something new. And I know it takes a lot of elements from Dishonored, but with the time loop thing and actually being able to use your powers... I was so mad about Dishonored, all the cool powers you can use if you wanted the good ending because they all killed people. But it seems like in this game you can just cut loose. And Dishonored was a really big franchise. Um, I'm I'm assuming we're going to see more Dishonoreds down the road too. There's no way we won't, as well as probably a new Prey at some point. But a lot of this had to do, me ranking number three, had to do with Deathloop because I think they're fine. <laughs> they're, they're doing something new at least, which I really like, so... All right, number five with 17 points, we have Obsidian Entertainment. So Obsidian, probably their most popular game, I would guess, if I was saying, would be Fallout New Vegas. Although they also did Knights of the Old Republic 2, so maybe that would count. They have Grounded, which is in early access. They did Pillars of Eternity. Obviously, Outer Worlds was a smashing success. And they did, way back in 2010, they did a game called Alpha Protocol, which I think is wildly underrated. I fucking loved that game back in the day. But yeah, so Leif, you had this at number seven. Talk to me about Obsidian. Yeah, great company, great games. You know, I think they could do some really awesome things for Microsoft, but I just don't know what they would be for sure. You know, would it be a new a new, new Vegas kind of thing? Kick up some more, more of that. But uh you know, without knowing what it could be, I kept it at number seven rather than bumping it up. I stuck with some of these other ones that are higher on it. They just have more name recognition, more player base at the moment. So that's what I'm basing it off of. If I'm looking at the future, they could, this one could be one of the biggest ones that Xbox, that Microsoft acquired, but it just depends on what they do with them. Yeah, I had it ranked at five, kind of right in the middle of my list. I mean, I really loved Outer Worlds, and I think it could be a cool new franchise. I wish it was bigger, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I don't, I think I went into it with Fallout expectations. Like, you're going to have this giant open world, and that's not really how the game is. You have a bunch of small open worlds. But, dude, they're such, their whole writing team deserves all the credit in the world. Oh, like, yeah. They're hilarious. They're hilarious. Love that and, game. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, I just, I fuck, I love the writing mostly. But yeah, the gunplay's cool. The characters are cool. And obviously, we'll see more about our world. So they got uh, Perils on Gorgon, the new DLC coming out soon. I would really love to see like a, them to do another true Fallout game. Because I think, other than Fallout 3, I think Fallout New Vegas is probably my favorite Fallout game. So I'd love to see them get back into that realm. But they're trying new things. That's what I like too because avowed isn't that what it's called jeremy mm-hmm. yeah so avowed's coming that looks like a straight serious 
kind of. Yeah, I can't RPG. wait for that one. Yeah, that one will be pretty good too. So, Jeremy, why don't you tell me a little bit about why you had Obsidian ranked so high at number four? I mean, I, I believe Obsidian is a pretty big deal. I mean, it's a big name company. It's done a lot of great games. I mean, I love. I played through Fallout New Vegas several times. Um, I hadn't finished Outer Worlds, but I love what I played so far. I like that they're trying to get into new games, new IPs, and they're trying new stuff. And I mean, I think we can expect to see a lot of more out of Obsidian as time goes on here. And I'm just excited to see what they do. And I'm happy with it as my number four. Yeah, I think that this will be one of their shining star studios for the future, for sure. All right, number four, we had another tie between four and three. And I'll kind of explain the tiebreaker when we get there. But our number four with 20 points is Mojang, who obviously Minecraft, 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 Minecraft. So I had that ranked at number six. Leif had it as his number four studio. Jeremy had it at number three. So I'll go first since I had it ranked the lowest. The reason I didn't have this higher is I kind of alluded to it already, but it's Minecraft, 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 Minecraft. While I think it was such a huge game when it came out and I had a lot of fun playing it, but all they've done is Minecraft. And I feel like at some point you're going to need to branch off a little bit. Like they had Minecraft Dungeons, which came out this year, which I have not played. But yeah, while I think it's a huge, huge studio for them and obviously name recognition is huge. I just don't know how sustainable Minecraft is for the next 20 years. Uh, Leif, what do you think at number four? Yeah, no, I agree with your your sentiment on that. It It's old. It's overplayed. But that's not what a lot of the players see. You know, they sold over 200 million copies last year, like throughout May of this year. So that's a lot of copies. There's a lot of players. Right. And no they're shit. still playing. I don't yeah. see why, but <laughs> there is. There's still a large player base for this game. So I I couldn't go and lower my score on it just because of that, just because I don't really play it anymore. But uh, yeah, it was tough. It's still tough putting it as number four because it should probably be like a number seven or eight, to be honest with you. But they do. They still sell a ton of copies. And if they keep expanding with like dungeons and stuff like that, I think it'll still hold its base for a while. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it will too. Uh, Jeremy, number three, what do you got? I promise this base is pretty much on popularity still. I mean, I don't know of anyone who hasn't played it. and I mean, I still see people playing it. And I mean, it's still one of the most widely talked about things. And I mean, I don't get how they're doing it and still building these worlds, but people, I mean, they will just play the crap out of it still. I mean, they, it's, like you said, it's old. I mean, it's been around for a while now, but I mean, people are still coming up with new ways of making it interesting and making it their own and I mean, doing some crazy stuff with it. And I mean, it's just, I don't know if anyone who at least hasn't heard of Minecraft in some form or another is just, yeah, with how widely popular it is, I, yeah, I couldn't help but put it as a number three. Yeah, some of the shit people create in that game is unbelievable. Just fucking unbelievable. Yeah. All right, so number three was also with 20 points. This is our tie. I gave the nod. It's uh, id software. I gave the nod to id because Leif and I both had it ranked higher than Mojang, whereas Jeremy's the only one who had it ranked lower, so they kind of got the nod to go to number three. So id software, probably mostly known for Doom and Quake. They also did the Rage games, which I really did not enjoy. 
And it's important to note, too, they have IdTech, so a development software, which is widely used, and I think that counts towards them, too. But, Jeremy, you had this as your number six game. I had it at number four. They've had it at number three. So, Jeremy, talk to me a little bit about id software. Yeah, I didn't make it down lower in the list. I, I mean, it's a pretty popular, well, I mean, the games they've done, I don't know how well the studio is well known for a lot of uh, a lot of people but i mean i was a quake fan back in the day and played a bunch i remember playing the original dooms and it was fun getting into doom eternal that came out on game pass and was playing that again and getting back into the old shooter style just for popularity and i just didn't see it being very high on my list compared to some of the other ones it's i mean they have good games i mean it's a good studio I just, I mean, I felt like it's it belongs where it's at, at number six. Okay, that's fair. So yeah, I had it at number four, and I think you have to give them props for id tech, too. I mean, I think that's invaluable to Microsoft. They have other studios with development software, obviously, but id tech, they kind of fallen off, but at one point, they were kind of like the pioneers. Like, I remember when they showed off the first Rage game way back in the day, it was like, holy shit, this game looks good. It played god awful, but it looked really good. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I did not like those games. But yeah, I think, like you said, Quake. Man, I remember playing Quake on PC with my brother all the time. We played Quake all the time, and Doom obviously is huge. They revived that game. I mean, they brought it back from the dead. Basically, it was nobody was talking about Doom anymore, but it was one of the one of the first first person shooters ever put out there, and. I think id in the industry as a whole just has such a good feeling to them just across the industry. And yeah, I don't know. I think they deserve to be top five for sure. So Leif, you had them at three. What do you think? Yeah, I'm about the same there. You know, I never really liked the Rage games or anything, but the Doom games, I I think they're they're pretty extremely popular and they have good name recognition. And it, you know, they could... They could come out with some really good first-person shooters or whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I just think it deserves number three mainly because of Doom. Crazy huge game. Everybody knows Doom, just like Minecraft, kind of. You say Doom, everybody knows what you're talking about. All right, jumping to number two with 23 points. We have 343 Studios. Halo. Leif and Jeremy both had this as their number two studio, and I had it at number eight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to justify myself quick and then I'll throw it over to you guys. So I put three, four, three studios at number eight because I think, and at least I hope all four, all three of us can agree that as soon as Bungie left Halo, it took a pretty big downturn and I'm not sure three, four, three studios should be handling Halo anymore. Like Halo four was not good. Halo five. I never even played and Halo Infinite has just been in a development hell this whole time. I think I read somewhere like they have like 12 outside studios helping them try and finish this game. Wow. They did yeah, they did not have a good showing at uh when they revealed the gameplay trailer. It did not look good. And I just don't I think Bungie made Halo Halo. I don't think 343 Studios is making Halo Halo. And that's why I rank them so low on my list. But I want to hear what you guys think. Uh, Leif, start with you. Yeah, I do agree with you. But there, 
you know, even with like Halo Infinite, there was a lot of hype for it. And when yes. that video came out, <laughs> the trailer came out and everyone was like, what? <laughs> you know, but <laughs> but I agree that 343 probably can't handle the Halo games. They They have proven to not do a great job at them. They do an okay job at them. But they still get such huge hype on these games. So it was... You know, you could probably easily sway me to move it down the list, but I just I see the hype still there. And if they did it right, if the twelve other developer <laughs> development <laughs> companies came out and like fixed this game for them, then this could be a really huge game and, and I guess maybe it would save three for three. But yeah, yeah, I mean I hope I hope Halo's huge, man. I love Halo. Like I have so many fond memories of Halo and I hope they do well. I just don't know if they're going to. If History proves anything. I don't know if they're going to, but <laughs> yeah. Jeremy, you're the biggest Halo fan out of all of us. So talk to me a little <laughs> bit about three four three. Well, I don't know about that, but um, <laughs> I I agree with what you said. I think Bungie was the original Halo, and I mean, when you think of the Halo, that's I mean what you always come to. I agree that three four three may not be the best one for holding the series, but. I ranked it mainly as my number two just because of the popularity of Halo and and the importance of Halo to Xbox that it's always had. Oh, it's just been such a big thing from the get-go of the re- release of the Xbox. And I, I hope for 343 Studios will pull out, I mean, an amazing game here. Am I you know, going to hold my breath? That's going to come out amazing. I don't know. I am hoping for the best, but... We'll just have to wait and see when it finally does launch. But, I mean, just the importance and popularity of Halo, I mean, to Microsoft and or to Xbox, which, I mean, it leads me to put this as its number two. I mean, I really do hope for the best. I want to feel some Halo magic again, like back in the day, you know? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we got together and played Halo all the time, and it was some of my best memories. And <laughs> I would love to feel that again i just don't know if i'm going to with 343 at the helm we'll we'll see i wish them the best i really do so i hope halo infinite is everything we hope it's going to be we still have no release date yet though so that's a little concerning but uh it'll come out at some point all right boys our number one is bethesda game studios so all three of us picked this as our number one studio bethesda obviously known for uh unholy fuckload of games fallout skyrim oblivion morrowind elder scroll 6 is coming at some point you got starfield coming at some point we don't know what that is yet but todd howard says it's gonna be really good and you know you can trust him so <laughs> right um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think uh well i'll toss it over to you guys first so uh, Jeremy, let's start with you. What do you think of Bethesda Studios? And do you think we're going to get a Skyrim re-release for full retail on new consoles? Because I bet we do. Jeremy, what do you think? I Yeah, I would fully believe that they'd have yeah. a new re- <laughs> remaster, a new collector's edition or something for the release on the, this one. The Skyrim re-re-re-re-remastered edition. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I mean, I mean, I've loved the studio for a long time and all their games they've done. I mean, to be honest, I mean, they could, I mean, between Elder Scrolls and Fallout, I mean, they could put out another four games in their series, and I'd happily pick up every single one of them and keep playing it. I just, I mean, I love going through their games. I love 
their story and the gameplay and just everything about what they've done. They've done some stellar work on a lot of stuff. And I mean, there's a big name too. I mean, they're one of the biggest names in the industry is I think just, I, yeah, I can't get enough of their games. I mean, they do a great job and they hold my number one. I feel like Bethesda was getting a little too big for their britches for a while. And I hope Bethesda or Microsoft can kind of rein them back a little bit, which is what I hope is going to happen. Like, hey, guys, let's cool it with the loot boxes and microtransactions a little, you know, because mm-hmm. um, that, yeah, that, that followed 76. I know, Jeremy and Leif, you guys didn't mind it, but I hated it. Leif, tell me a little bit about Bethesda. Why'd you have them ranked number one? Yeah, it's the same as Jeremy. You know, these are some of the biggest names in the gaming industry everybody picks up fallout you know like yeah yeah you can't really say that any of these other developers are above this on the list honestly there's some that could be easily but they just have to come up with the right game and promote it right and hopefully microsoft can help out with that stuff with a lot of these but yeah it's you know they're all games that are great you know, and yeah, they have, you know, they're, well, I should say not all great, but all well-known games and yeah. pretty much, like I said, everybody picks them up. So I, I guess I'm not even, yeah, that, that's pretty much all I have about it. <laughs> yeah. As long as they chalk up Fallout 76 to a failed experiment and just move on, that's kind of what I'm hoping they do. <laughs> hey guys, we tried something new. It didn't work out. Let's just forget it ever happened and move forward. But yeah, apparently they have Starfield's going to launch on a brand new engine. So I know Fallout was kind of, and even Skyrim a little bit, was a little buggy, a little laggy, a little glitchy. So I'm really, can you imagine like a next-gen Elder Scrolls game, dude? Oh my God. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Elder what, Scrolls 6. What if, what if they blew our socks off? Instead of coming out with a remaster of Skyrim, they made a, a new Skyrim for the new system oh, like ground up rebuild yeah just they have a whole new story like maybe the same land or whatever yeah but you just have a whole new story maybe a different time in that in that area oh dude that would be crazy <laughs> That'd be that would nuts. be nuts that would be but then would that that would keep them from delaying elder scrolls 6 so i don't want them to do it <laughs> <laughs> just give us your goddamn re-release that we know is coming charge your fucking right. 70 bucks for it Get stupid people to buy it. <laughs> you know what's happening. Hey, don't call it stupid. Jeremy's bought it. <laughs> Jeremy's first in line for pre-order on that one. <laughs> I take offense to that. Yeah, I have I have purchased it. You know, I bought it for I Xbox One. You know, I so uh, yeah. <laughs> it's honestly, at one point my hand was hovering around the buy button on switch, but I didn't do it. So (laughs) (laughs) I can't really talk shit. All right, guys, that concludes our top 10 list. We're going to end the show as we always do with tabletop game of the week. And this week it is Leif's pick. Leif, what do you got? Burgle bros. Yeah. That's a fun game. You know, we only played it a a little bit, but uh, I really enjoyed that game a lot. Yeah. So definitely a good co-op game where you're all working together to steal something from a building. So Yeah, I like that. I mean, the first floor you're on is... So for people who don't know, Burgle Bros, yeah, you're a team of burglars, I guess, who each have their own skills or whatever. 
but like you basically have to go up three floors of this building stealing shit as you go and then escape on the rooftop and the even the first floor was fucking hard and then it yeah. just got harder from there <laughs> yeah so like ridiculously I'm pretty difficult. sure we had to like rage quit on our first play and yeah, then maybe restart and then yeah yeah not yeah it's a tough game but yeah it's a lot of fun jeremy do you like it i mean for the most part i don't even remember this game i i've heard of or yeah i remember the name to it but i don't remember much about it i think i do remember it was difficult but uh definitely one that i think we should play again definitely yeah yeah i think we only played it twice like Clive said we rage quit on the first time and then i think we made it through the second time if i remember right but yeah i think so yeah good game all right guys that concludes this episode thank you to all of our listeners please remember to follow us on twitter at nerdentity pod and email us in your questions let's start reading some questions on this show as well to nerdentitycrisis at gmail.com any parting words of wisdom gentlemen okay <laughs> I, I didn't have anything <laughs> i heard i heard jeremy take a deep breath that was, that was <laughs> like he was about to like speak or say like a whole speech and then yeah nothing nothing, <laughs> nothing. Uh, all right well then we're just gonna end it there thanks for listening everybody bye bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs>